Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays REI podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about how you're training and how you're doing your work. Are you training to be better than you are? Are you training to be the best? Before we do that, though, let's talk about the Plum Investment Group. Guys, do you have a property you need funding for? Plum Investment Group is your solution. Plum helps land investors grow their business by funding your raw land purchase. It's truly an awesome deal, guys. And just to be clear, this isn't a loan. Plum will actually partner with you by putting up the money for your project. So do yourself a favor. Go check them out. The website is PlumInvestmentGroup.com. I'm surprised you didn't say in front of our live studio audience. Because we don't have a... We have the guys building your mailbox right now. If they don't know that they're part of the studio audience, then they are not a studio audience. Ah, Okay. Yeah. Really? <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's wor- that's how it works. It's not like the stalkers, like, <laughs> you know, pe- stalkers don't have a live video, live studio audience. I guess so. Yeah. I, I, the stalky, because the stalker would be the live studio audience because they're watching. No, the, the stalky, right? Did you say the stalky is the is the actual show? Because the stalkers are the one peeking through watching. Yes. You. Yeah. So the stalky doesn't know that but we know they're there so we have an well audience. he doesn't know you're here though oh so, so you're, I'm stalk, creep- you're creeping on him oh these windows are tinted he could be right here he couldn't see you. oh really yeah. i've always thought they weren't so with the the light glowing on us it looked like he was kind of looking at us when he walked up no he can't see you. oh okay well now i feel better <laughs> about myself i was like oh this guy's gonna think we're crazy no. but you know after some of the crazy stories he told you i was like oh okay he might he might need to know that my buddy here is a double black belt yeah well he's a ufc so i don't um, know i'm Anyway, what we're talking about is I'm I'm having a new mailbox built and they're finishing up right now. Yeah, they're putting a cap on it. So it's a interesting thing for me is when Adam told me about his the the guy's building his mailbox, the mason that's doing it. You know, the amount of people yesterday when we were talking about it, the, he was starting to build the mailbox and the amount of people that walked up to get quotes and get his card just blew my mind. Me too. I thought, holy crap, I need to be in the mailbox building business. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, first of all, it's a really good money. You know, uh-huh. my mailbox was twelve hundred bucks, which is the going rate, or a little bit more, actually. My uncle stopped by yesterday. He thought it was cheap. Oh, really? Yeah. So it was called between 1200 and 1500 bucks to build a square mailbox out of brick or rock. Out of brick, yeah. It's got a nice stone cap, and it's got a engraved number stone, and then a nice mailbox with a lock on it and everything. And then it's matching brick to my house. But the uh, point is, he showed up at 12 o'clock yesterday, and he left at 5. And in that time, three people that were driving their cars stopped to talk to him and get a bid and ask him to come to his house. When he left my house, he went to one of the neighbor's house and bid the job and got it. Nice. Nice. I, I think about that and I think of the hustle and stuff like that. And you're like, it's so simple, but those guys probably doing it five days a week. He's doing one to two a day and he's just living the dream. Yeah. I did the math at 1200 bucks. You know, the stunt, the, Cap on top, the mailbox, the number plate, and the brick. I bet he's all in at four or five hundred dollars. Wow. Maybe, maybe. And so, that's that leaves eight hundred dollars profit. And he times call it five. It's four thousand a week. Yeah. Is that right? Eight times that's right. four four thousand a week. That's two hundred thousand dollars a year to build a little square every day. And if he wanted to, he could just take cash cash uh clients. Oh man. 
You know, some people look at like the service stuff like that, like the lawnmowers, the guys that do that. And those guys that know that business and hustle and put it together, come in presentable, they have multi six figure businesses. And it's just, it blows oh, yeah. my mind about that sort of stuff. Yeah, it does. Right. Cause he never, well, I don't know this, but I'm a, I'm a, I'm a guess. He never went, spent the hundred thousand, fifty thousand on a college degree. Right. Yeah. And now he probably make, makes way more than most of the people that well, yeah. did. I mean, you think about like some of the doctors that work in some of the hospitals, they make $150,000, $200,000 a year. Guy does that on his own business. And if you know if he decides to take off a week, he takes off a week. Yeah. It's crazy. And that's like the land business too, right? You don't have to have a college degree to do this. You come straight out of high school or during high school or like your ne- or, um, nephew. nephew who's eight. <laughs> he's 10. 10. And it, it just turned 11. Yeah. Yeah. And he's uh, he came out to the BMX races last week. He wants to he wants to give BMX a world. He's a like a superb hockey player, so he wants to give BMX racing a, a world. So we're gonna put him on a bike next week. I saw his dad putting him through drills on Facebook uh, during the quarantine. Dude, they have a sheet of wood back there, so it's like hitting off ice, and they're running at shots to the yard. I was right? wondering if Zach was like, "Yo, you're annoying me. Get outside and practice hockey." Or if the kid actually went out there. On oh, his yeah, own. he actually does it on his own. He's like super smart and super dedicated. Both his both of his sons are super talented in hockey. Um, but they're they're both dedicated to that sport and they've they've made it a part of their life. So, so you'd say they're training to be the best. Yeah, that's a and that's a great segue. Last week I got to drag Adam out for some tacos at the lake house. It's a friend of it's a mutual friend of ours that owns, and he came out and we met. Uh, we met. We know the guy. He owns a, a gym, and we were talking about BMXing, and he was like, "So you're just training to be a little bit better than you were. You're not training to be the best." And it stuck with me. And that that day he said that. And I, his name's Danny. He owns Trinity River Fitness um, over in Fort Worth. So it's a personalized studio where they do one-on-one with you. But when he said that, the next day, it really stuck with me. I was sitting there like trying to be better because I went to the races the next day and I got second because I couldn't get around this guy. Like not because he was faster. I just couldn't find the hole to get around him. And he boxed me in a corner. We were side by side coming in the second turn. And I went inside, and he went high-low and just essentially cut my route off. So I had to grab all the brakes I could. And I went from being even or, you know, just a little bit on the inside, uh, maybe a quarter of a bike wheel behind him, uh, behind front tire behind the front tire, to being like three bike links behind, and I just couldn't catch back up. So, and that, that quote stuck in my head, and I started thinking about it and how it runs to the land business and how the beginning of my land career started, and then now where I'm at, you know, in the land career. And I was like, you know, there's a lot of aspects in life where that quote fits. Really? Yeah. So, I mean, training to be the best, like when you're, as, and as all guys knows, like when you put your mind to something, whether it's chasing the girl or going to the gym, playing a sport, you know, when we were kids, we go out there and we play baseball with our brothers and you play with your friends and neighborhood kids, or you're racing the bike up the street, you, you wanted to be the best. You didn't want to be just a little bit better than you were. That's not what you went for. And so for me, when I started the land business and I did my first mailer, it was, it, we had a good luck on that one. The second two sucked because we couldn't, we didn't know what our pricing methodology was and picking counties. We hadn't dialed that in. And then I said, you know what? And that's when the job <laughs> kind of disappeared and I have this little business and I have family and I'm stuck. It's like, we're going to grow this thing. And we're going to we're going to compete with ourselves, and we're going to be the best. And so you had to take mass amounts of information in. You had to disseminate it. You had to look for ways that you could understand it, and you could constantly be better and better and better. You weren't training to be not just a little bit better than I was last week. You were training to be the best at the business. You were competing. You were in there for your livelihood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you initially brought the subject up, I was thinking, well, who would go into business just to be a little bit better? Like, why wouldn't you want to be the best? But then I thought, well, this is land investing. And so if you just want to be a little bit better than you are, you can build some great 
passive income enough mm-hmm. to pay your mortgage, right? And so you don't necessarily have to be the best, but you can be happy just having enough cash flow or extra cash coming in to pay a few bills and life's a little bit better. Yeah. I see that mentality and I think that mentality is what sinks a lot of ships. Okay. And I and I say that not me facetiously, but we get some guys that have a couple good deals. They're going along. They say, oh, I'm going to go try this new thing. It falls flat on their face. And they try this other new thing. It falls flat on their face. And they just kind of get bored. and Or they're upset. They broke even at the end of the day. And they walk away. And they just got a little bit better. They learned a skill, but they didn't really hone it. Yeah. Well, that will obviously kill the business, right? But I guess what I was trying to say is you're not technically training to be the best land investor, best real estate guy out there. But if you're just trained to be a little bit better, like, and you build this system to where you're making $2,000 a month cash flow and you stay on top of it and your life's just a little bit better because you're happy with your job, then there may not be anything wrong with that. And I, I, I'm going to disagree with you because my mentality is such as you go get a logo for your company, right? Just something simple as that. Why, are you, why would you even need a logo in your company just to get $2,000? Because you want your company to have some brand recognition. So you're pushing to be better. Well, not everybody. I'm, you, which is fine, is great. I want to be the best too. I'm not saying I'm not. I want to be the best. You can hear when I talk about <laughs> land podcast. I say the top four out there. Bet your damn ass. I believe we're in the top. <laughs> we're in there now. Well, that's why we're <laughs> trying to be the best. That's I agree with that. So that philosophy is we move it through these different projects. If we're just trying to be a little bit better, you cannot. I, I don't believe you can scale to what some people want to do that quickly. Some people. Right. Yeah, no, I agree. Right. There's, there's some people that, hey, they would be perfectly content selling two coastal properties a month, making extra $800 a month. Right, and so they're just trained to be a little bit better than they are. They, I, I, I get that. I get okay. that. <laughs> well, you said you disagree. But I think they get burned out and get bored, uh, and this is not a longevity thing for them. Gotcha. Okay. What legacy are you building? I guess you're not, but they may not want to build a legacy. Right? They may not, and I hope that they find something that they're that passionate about because when, for me, and I know for you, when your livelihood depends on you going in and learning this land business and you having to say no or saying yes or putting in the work or putting in the time, you know, we've, we make it sound super simple. We talk, we don't talk about the late nights. Sometimes we don't talk about the early mornings because those are there. They're not sexy. They're not cool. It's not, we don't talk about having to cut bait on a deal just to make the money back. So we can go into another deal that we know is going to make more money. That's not sexy or cool. It's not a win every time. We've been pretty transparent about that sort of stuff, but there are people out here that want to tell you that, oh yeah, we do big ranch deals all the time, big, big deals, make million dollar deals, big, big ones, and they don't do shit, and they've gotten relaxed. They could have been the best, but they've gotten relaxed, and they're not hustling anymore. They're not grinding. They're not pushing themselves for that extra rep, and then they get surrounded by people that are smarter than them or better at it than them, and they just sit there, and they go, yeah, we'll just give up on that. But no, 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 no names or nothing, right? This is just hypothetical. This is totally hypothetical. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. I want to make sure we're clear on that. Yeah, I mean, I, <sighs> I just see that mentality so much, and I'm guilty of it. Like, I went into this season, we, we joked about the beginning of the year, I told you it was Redemption 2020. I was going for that title. But then I asked myself, is, did I give everything in that race the other night? And that was the catalyst for me to think about this, is did I get everything? I was like, I watched the video over and over and over to see where I could have picked up a picked up a pedal or could I, could I came outside here? Did I, did I commit too early on the inside here to leave that open? So, I mean, I went and dissected my race so I could figure that out. Is a second place finish against five riders that all have sponsors and all have, they're like a win away from going to their next, the next level. And I'm not, you know, I, yeah, that's good. It should, I should have been happy with that, but my performance, I was able to find a few little tweaks that I'm going to be able to make this week and keep pushing forward. You know, the guy, he told me afterwards, he's like, I couldn't have kept up with you. Like, I, you were faster because I was all over the place trying to keep up riding with you. 
but he did it in a way that it can, and I put myself in some situations I couldn't get around him. It's on me. He raced a good race. He beat me in that corner and that cost me the race. So for me to say, Hey, I want to be the best. I've got to come at it. Like I want to be the best at it. So how are you changing that though? Going for it this week. Not going to commit to the inside on him. What does that mean? So on the second straight on that turn, I, that turn is really, you come off a, a jump. It's a double and it goes into a real uh, hairpin right-hand turn. So on that turn, you want to be middle of the track going into it. So then you can drop to the inside. Well, what I did is I came on the inside. And so when you think about a turn, he went, his turn apex and mine collided. I would have T-boned him. And so I grabbed brakes. I'm a pretty courteous rider. I'm not like, I'm going to take everybody out. So I put myself in that situation. Had I been about two feet farther out, we would have railed the, the berm together and I would have been able to take him in the whoops. I think you should have T-boned him. And then when he turned sideways and fell over in front of you, you bunny hop over him <laughs> and then keep going. We both had to work on Monday. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You said you want to be the best. It sounds like to I, me, I, if you want to be the best, you're bunny hopping fools. Yeah, I mean, I get that. Best is not necessarily comp. You look at somebody else's competition, but you, you, as a, as a goal, but you always have to push yourself to be better and look for those opportunities, which is no different than land. You know, you get guys that are scared to send uh, more than a thousand pieces of mail. You get people that in men and women that are scared to, you know, look at a due territory because the property value may be a little bit more than they're comfortable with, or they don't know if they're going to get funding, or they're just waiting for somebody to say, hey, you can do this when they can be the best at this niche or whatever niche they want to be. And if they want to be the 20 acre guy in Nevada, be the 20 acre guy in Nevada and set all that up. Be that person. Know it inside and out. Train for that. Use your hour of data. Learn the laws in Nevada. Understand what it's going to take to get through probate when somebody dies or if the deed is wrong, what the terms deals need to be. You know, focus on that market and be the best at that. Know more about it than anybody else. Okay, guys. You heard it here. Yeah. All right. Go be the best. And I'm going to tell you right now a little word of advice to be the best. The first step <laughs> is to go to Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube and give us a like, a follow, and a subscribe. And then the second thing is to go to iTunes and Stitcher or anywhere else that you're listening to us and like, rate, review, and subscribe to the show there as well. So get that taken care of, and we will see you on Friday. See you guys.